the authentic Jesus Christ of Nazareth, born in Bethlehem's barn, because that's where a lamb ought to be born, crucified on the angry, mean, biting beam called Calvary, risen again from the dead on the third day, ascended back to heaven, and coming again very, very, very soon is truly the beginning and the end of the story. I want you to get your Bible and I want you to get it turned to the book of The Revelation because we're going to continue the series. I believe this is the ninth message on the last letter, The Revelation of Jesus Christ. I've been going into great, great, great detail over the past eight or nine weeks uh, about how it could be possible for one man and one system to control the entirety of the world's population. Number one, he who controls the food supply controls the population. Number two, the Antichrist will rule and reign through manipulation and lies in something we call social conditioning. Look it up because it's exactly what's going on right now in the news media and politics in uh, post-secondary education and uh, all around all of those highbrow institutions. We are being at this very moment, even with, with COVID-19, we are currently being socially conditioned. We are being required to accept things for truth that we don't know are truth. Let me tell you what's truth. John 17, 17 shouts it. Father, sanctify them through your truth. Your word is truth. If it's in here, it's truth. And once you get a hold of absolute truth, you let nothing turn your plow. Not some commentator on television and not somebody with a stream on social media. They want to socially condition you to prepare you for something that is very, very, very negative. And Jesus said, it will be so strong, these strong delusions in the end time, that unless he himself shortened the days, even the very elect of God would be deceived. Now the most important objective that the Antichrist will have in his diabolical demonic agenda of world domination will be the annihilation of the apple of God's eye. I'm speaking of course about the nation of Israel lying there on the edge of the Mediterranean Sea. The nation of Israel with that shimmering diamond laying on a velvet couch, the capital city of that great nation, the holy city of Jerusalem, who square foot by square foot has had more blood shed upon it than any other square footage on the entire face of the earth. Jerusalem, the exact center of the circumference of the entire earth. That's what the Antichrist 
is after. You will remember that these are the seven years of God's determined dealing with the nation of Israel. If you look at the terrible, terrible imagery of Revelation chapter 12, it will give you a foreshadowing. So write that down. I've got to get into Revelation chapter 12 when pastor lets us go tonight. It is a foreshadowing of the persecution that is inevitably going to come upon Israel during the second three and a half years of the seven years of the tribulation period, which of course begins with the great hypazo, the great rapture of the church. And don't forget, you and me, if we're blood-bought, blood-washed, we're Holy Ghost-filled, and if we're living a holy life, we will already be in heaven at this point for three and a half years. The church is already in heaven. So this chapter chronicles Satan's blinding hatred for the nation of Israel. Hold on a minute. Did I tell you that we are already becoming socially conditioned to accept what believers should not ever accept. We are accepting it because of the pressure of social conditioning from the culture. We are now accepting what we never would accept. We have gone astray and turned everyone to his own way. This is preparing the church, so-called, for the advent of that abominable world leader by the name of Antichrist. And all of you running around looking for a sign and a wonder, let me remind you that your Bible says it is an evil generation that seeks after signs and wonders. Your Bible does not tell you to seek signs and wonders. What it does say is signs and wonders will follow you. So if you're looking for signs and wonders, you pointed in the wrong direction. Can I get an amen there, Brother Wendell Lowe? The Antichrist maddening attempts to use demonic power will be full grown and on full display for one purpose, to destroy the nation of Israel. Now, as I've already mentioned to you, the Antichrist comes upon the world scene precipitously. It seems that he arises from absolutely nowhere. He then accumulates the approval of multiplied billions around the world. The Antichrist will at that point, three and a half years in to the tribulation period, moving into the great tribulation, he'll use his overpowering influence to broker and put together a deal between Israel and her intractable generational enemies right there in the heart of the Middle East. Everyone will begin to hail him as a peacemaker. You better listen to this preacher. We got a whole lot of folks wanting everybody to like them. The problem is that's not in the book. 
and the book is right, and they are wrong. Jeremiah chapter 6, verse 14 says, they have healed also the brokenness of thy daughter, of the daughter of my people. But listen to what he says. They have healed superficially, saying peace, peace. Now finish the verse, when there is no peace. Do you know where real peace comes? From Jesus Christ and him alone. Now according to Daniel chapter 9 and verse 27, the Antichrist covenant with the nation of Israel will be so that it guarantees Israel's safety. Do you realize that Israel has never been safe? He will make that covenant with the nation of Israel, but then in a deliberate act of high treason, he will break his covenant at the midpoint of the tribulation period. Your Bible says, I saw a great angel come down from heaven, having a great chain in his hand. And he laid hold on the dragon, that old serpent, which is Satan and the devil. And it bound him for a thousand years. And it closes out saying, and he cast him into the bottomless pit. I'm going to be ringside when the tormentor of our souls, the adversary of our hearts, the advancing armies called Antichrist will be forever and forever cast into the lake that burns with fire and brimstone. Oh, what a day. Hey, what a glorious day that's going to be. Just last month, I shared with you the horrific plight of our persecuted brothers and sisters in Christ in South Sudan. Flooding, war have driven entire families from their meager homes. Their children, weak from hunger, are suffering violently. Thousands upon multiplied thousands of children through no fault of their own, you understand, are slowly slipping into eternity simply because <laughs> they don't have enough food to eat. Think about that when you go through the drive through Only days after our emergency matching challenge concluded to help them, I received an urgent update from officials in South Sudan. The economy of the world's youngest nation is on the verge of collapse. Political unrest, rampant violence has placed South Sudan at a dangerous tipping point. Now you and I, we're called of God to respond with a Christ-like heart of compassion, to make a difference of eternal significance in as many lives as we can. Imagine, if you can, if it was your child or your grandchild, weak, wasting away from the ravages of starvation, trembling in fear as they hear the sound of the explosions of war all around them. I certainly could not turn away from that scene. I knew we must do more than ever 
to help save their lives. And that's why I've extended our emergency hunger crisis matching challenge for just a few more days. $48 will once again double in its impact to help you and I save dying families and help Bridge of Hope continue. It's outreach of the gospel of Christ around the world. Your gift today of $96 will help double to help provide four families with what they need to survive. Crisis is beyond acute, and the time is so very, very short. So please, call now. I know many of you can do even more to help save more lives. You can also put your gift of compassion to work very, very quickly by logging on at rodparsley.com. You can trust Bridge of Hope. We provided nearly 30 million meals to the hungry over the years, and our passion to rescue and save those in need grows by the day. The Bridge of Hope seed you sow today will help feed persecuted Christians in South Sudan, families that have tragically lost their homes to historic flooding and now have no source of food. And as always, it's the children who suffer the most. Please respond now and help rush 125,000 meals to meet this desperate need. The Bridge of Hope Hunger Crisis $50,000 Matching Challenge Fund will double the impact of your emergency gift. Today, $48 doubles to feed two families. $96 will feed four families. $500 increases to become $1,000 of God-given relief. Mothers in village after village are only able to feed their children once a day and try to comfort their crying children facing another long night, hungry and afraid. Please rush your very best Bridge of Hope gift before this matching challenge ends in just a few days. You can call, text to give, or give securely at rodparsley.com. As you remember South Sudan's families in crisis, God has promised to bless you with a double portion. Please call now. There is tribulation, desolation, coming unlike anything the world has ever seen. A time when the world is dying and the moon is bleeding and the seas are seething under the whiplash of fury to spill their dead in the lap of God. Now you notice this, my precious friends. The foul fruit, I'm going to give you a sign right now. The foul, demonic fruit of anti-Semitism is ripening once again around the world. We're living in a culture where diversity and tolerance are touted as the greatest guiding principles of our culture. So it's very, very interesting to me that there is so much intolerance for those whose ancestry runs through Isaac to Abraham to the Jewish people. We need to look no further than the current conflict in Israel with, with her terrorist thug enemies, Hezbollah in the north, Hamas in the south, 
They never cease a single day their murderous threats against Israel. They are continually and constantly engaged in rocket attacks and suicide bombs to attempt to perpetrate on the innocent citizens of Israel. And remember, God's word shouts concerning Israel, I will bless those that bless you, and I will curse those that curse you. You don't have to be a theologian to see that playing out. So I ask you again, where are those who oppress and oppose Israel? Where is Pharaoh? Where is his mighty army? Where are those stargazing Babylonians? Where are the philosophic Greeks or the imperious Romans? Where is the proud and mighty Ottoman Empire? Where is that goose-stepping lunatic Adolf Hitler and his adoring Nazi hordes? Where is the now deceased but not lamented Saddam Hussein and his Scud missiles. I can tell you where they are. They are but a speck on the ash heap of history while Israel remains, while Israel prevails over everyone who aligns themselves against her. So also shall it be with the Antichrist and his hellish marching hordes. I thought I heard an amen. amen. Glory to God. Israel will make the mistake. She will willingly embrace that treaty with the Antichrist, promising to protect her, here we go again, borders. How many times do I need to tell you that the last pages of your Bible read like the front pages of your news feed on your cell phone. Borders. The Antichrist will promise to keep her borders, but remember, it's a lie. The covenant will not last. The Antichrist will then become the deadliest enemy that Israel has ever witnessed. By the end of the seven-year tribulation period, war has ravaged the globe, famine stalks the earth, plagues unprecedented in scope and severity have literally poisoned the earth. Now, if this were the end of the story, my dear brother and sister, it would be a shameful thing to as much as even whisper it in public. If this was the culmination of God's plan for his creation and his church, to come to such a horrific catastrophe and end. That would be a perversion to glorify with human speech. But my dear friends, you remember this. If there is, and there is, a counterfeit, there is also a genuine article. If there's an imposter, there is the real thing. And it surely exists, and I'm not talking about the real thing being Coca-Cola. If there is an Antichrist, and there is, then I submit to you, there is a true, resurrected, 
and living Christ, I submit to you that he, the authentic Jesus Christ of Nazareth, born in Bethlehem's barn, because that's where a lamb ought to be born, crucified on the angry, mean, biting beam called Calvary, risen again from the dead on the third day, ascended back to heaven, and coming again very, very, very soon is truly the beginning and the end of the story. Just last month, I shared with you the horrific plight of our persecuted brothers and sisters in Christ in South Sudan. Flooding, war have driven entire families from their meager homes. Their children, weak from hunger, are suffering violently. Thousands upon multiplied thousands of children, through no fault of their own, you understand, are slowly slipping into eternity, simply because <laughs> they don't have enough food to eat. Think about that when you go through the drive through only days after our emergency matching challenge concluded to help them, I received an urgent update from officials in South Sudan. The economy of the world's youngest nation is on the verge of collapse. Political unrest, rampant violence has placed South Sudan at a dangerous tipping point. Now you and I, we're called of God to respond with a Christ-like heart of compassion, to make a difference of eternal significance in as many lives as we can. Imagine, if you can, if it was your child or your grandchild, weak, wasting away from the ravages of starvation, trembling in fear as they hear the sound of the explosions of war all around them. I certainly could not turn away from that scene. I knew we must do more than ever to help save their lives. And that's why I've extended our emergency hunger crisis matching challenge for just a few more days. $48 will once again double in its impact to help you and I save dying families and help Bridge of Hope continue. It's outreach of the gospel of Christ around the world. Your gift today of $96 will help double to help provide four families with what they need to survive. Crisis is beyond acute, and the time is so very, very short. So please, call now. I know many of you can do even more to help save more lives. You can also put your gift of compassion to work very, very quickly by logging on at rodparsley.com. You can trust Bridge of Hope. We've provided nearly 30 million meals to the hungry over the years, and our passion to rescue and save those in need grows by the day. 
The Bridge of Hope seed you sow today will help feed persecuted Christians in South Sudan, families that have tragically lost their homes to historic flooding and now have no source of food. And as always, it's the children who suffer the most. Please respond now and help rush 125,000 meals to meet this desperate need. The Bridge of Hope Hunger Crisis $50,000 Matching Challenge Fund will double the impact of your emergency gift. Today, $48 doubles to feed two families. $96 will feed four families. $500 increases to become $1,000 of God-given relief. Mothers in village after village are only able to feed their children once a day and try to comfort their crying children facing another long night, hungry and afraid. Please rush your very best Bridge of Hope gift before this matching challenge ends in just a few days. You can call, text to give, or give securely at rodparsley.com. As you remember South Sudan's families in crisis, God has promised to bless you with a double portion. Please call now. It's coming back this summer. Dominion Camp Meeting at World Harvest Church. Well, if we had known that, if we'd looked into that a few years ago, we wouldn't have fallen off our spiritual horse when we found out that the very next step then was into a greater manifestation of the Word. Now, I feel like today I'm in a pre-game briefing of the ages, and I'm about to give you your instructions before you march out on the gridiron of the final conflict of the human family. Dr. Rod Parsley invites you to attend the event of the summer as we celebrate 35 years of America's camp meeting July 1st through the 3rd. I want to find somebody that the devils said I've got him because I want to be standing ringside when God jerks him out of the devil's hand and begins to exalt him above measure. Now's the time to mark your calendars and tell everyone you know. Dominion Camp Meeting 35 is here, July 1st through the 3rd. We are the generation destined for experiential manifestation. And people are going to be compelled by just your presence. They're going to say, I don't even know this Jesus, but I know he's all over you and I want to know him. Listen, the pandemic has delayed the college plans of many, perhaps your child, maybe your grandchild, maybe a niece, a nephew, is ready to take that next step, begin their life journey. Now, as I've said many, many times before, delay is not denial. A 30-year miracle begins at Valor Christian College where world changes are made. We've received our full accreditation to begin offering four-year bachelor degrees. The calling on your life can now be accelerated online or on campus. Call now, explore your options at valorcollege.edu valorcollege.edu. You can study online, as I said, or you can discover why Columbus is the fastest growing region in the entire Midwest. It's a beautiful place to be. The excitement is building moment by moment. 
with brand new class offerings on the way, new faculty, new staff, new administrators, and an even greater multiplied anointing. It's time to step into your destiny. Come on now, begin it at valorcollege.edu. Go there right now, and I'll see you next time.